Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Trip Report Season here on the Twisted Travelers Podcast. I am Chris, and I am joined, as always, by Jack, back from our long break. Jack, how you doing? I am doing good. I'm still tired. I've slept in the last couple days, but we survived our massive road trips, and we're here to tell you all about them. So I know we've got tons of stories, tons of hot takes, tons of hot takes to resolve. Uh, but it's so big, like this is such a big trip for with such a big trip for both of us. We have to split it up over two episodes. So you're getting half of the trip reports this episode, half the trip reports next episode, and then the episode after that, we're gonna be on the road again. So <laughs> just again, we're gonna all keep the them good, all the bad, up. and then we're gone once again. So grab some popcorn, get your drink, be ready to get bored, and let's do it. All right. So first oh, off, before, yeah, before we get into that, yep. We have patrons. to shout out our lovely patrons. We love you all. Thank you so much. So our patrons are Bryant, Graham, Grant, Jaden, Mark, and the newest member of the Twisted Traveler patron family, Allison. Plug for Allison. Go buy her book. Link is in the description. Yeah, do that. We were able to meet most of these people. Let's see. We were able all, to meet um, Bryant, Grant, and Allison. And then Mark is Mark. But yeah, we were able to see at least four of those people on this trip. So shout out all y'all. Thank you for the uh, Patreon. And I've met five of the six of them. So Yes, because you've met Graham, right? Jaden's the yes. only one. Jaden will eventually. We'll meet you. Even... Hey, we're going to be at Cedar Point in a couple of weeks. We'll hit you up. We should try to meet up that day. For sure. But if you would like to join the Patreon, if you love us so, so much and want to help us out, link is in the description. You get all sorts of cool stuff. Random mail, influence on the show. The shout-out, obviously. There's different tiers. Don't feel obligated. You don't have to do it at all. But if you'd like to, go on ahead. All right. So. Uh, let's start it off with some bad news, shall we? Let's, let, let's speed run some of this so uh, we can get through it because we got a lot to do. So, weekly news. We're we are back. Th- yep. Starting this week off, we're taking a moment of silence for shivering timbers. Yeah, uh, it's bad. this ain't good. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, for those of you bumped. who don't, yeah, for those of you who don't know, it pulled a Cedar Fair bump and bumped, but like not soft. Apparently, it came around that turn at like really fast speeds and slammed into the train, and it looks like it broke the upstop wheels and the track and the steel running rails. It ain't looking good. When we're recording this, we're supposed to be at Michigan's Adventure two weeks from today riding it. It ain't looking good. <laughs> no, it is not. Um, so, yeah, as somebody who has not ridden Shivering Timbers, I will be a little bit disappointed. And I told Jack this. The thing that I will be most disappointed about is that one day I will have to spend the money to come back to ride it. But I, I'm not going to be super upset this week or whenever it is we go in a few weeks. Uh, man. We've lost all meaning of time, y'all. We really have. In a few weeks when we go, uh, if it's closed, I'm not going to be super upset because I'm I'm still going to get like six creds. But uh, yeah, unfortunate. That's the ride that I wanted to ride. But if it's not open, it's not open. Too bad. 
But hey, you never know. Maybe they can't get it up. Probably not. Yeah. It's so my dad and I we'll, we're going to tangent on this one a minute for a second because this is the one that probably out of all of these pertains to us the most. Um, my dad and I were talking about this right before we started recording, and he said it's probably not likely that it would be open. I said if it is open, they're either going to run. It's going to be one train with five cars, or they're going to do like a miss, um, like just mash the trains together because just looking at the picture, if I had to guess the back car of green train and the front car of blue train are out of commission for until they go to PTC and get completely overhauled. Um, so also, it'd make me really sad if they ran it with a five car train because like the difference between car five and car six airtime wise is very noticeable. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's me ranting about not, maybe not getting to ride my favorite CCI this summer. Yeah, unfortunate, but nothing we can really do about it. It's just that that's just been Cedar Fair's year. All right. Uh, another thing that happened is wing coasters apparently have turned into the most unreliable model there is, and it's from B&M. Um, but yeah, so Thunderbird, Gatekeeper, and Wild Eagle all broke down. Thunderbird ha- ended up popping a footer, and you could see it from Voyage. They were digging a massive hole around it to put in a new one. Gatekeeper's chain snapped, and Wild Eagle did something that we don't know about. Yeah, so Thunderbird and Gatekeeper were really easy to figure out, because Thunderbird, we literally were all riding the Voyage, saw them just out there with excavators and jackhammers going at a foundation. Mm-hmm. Gatekeeper, the chain is just piled in a bottom at the lift hill for a couple days with the train stuck on the lift hill. So we know those two. Eagle, we really don't know what happened. We just know that there were multiple cranes and tension straps on the lift hill and around the lift hill the last couple days. Thunderbird has since reopened. Gatekeeper is still awaiting a new train, and the train that got stuck on the lift hill when it snapped is still sitting on the lift hill. And Eagle supposedly has reopened but according to like a, there's a dollywood wait time website so it supposedly has reopened but there's not been any confirmation on social media or reddit so take that with a grain of salt but yeah they all decided to break this week most people were disappointed uh mainly with thunderbird because it happened right before hollywood nights uh we knew about two days before and then the first night ended up being a little chaotic, but we'll talk about that we'll later. That. Uh, but yeah, all three of them went down, but I mean, luckily Thunderbird was a quick fix. Wild Eagle, who knows? Gatekeeper is just waiting on a part. I'm going to, like, that shouldn't take that long. Yeah, I think uh, Thunderbird was, the Thunderbird honestly looked like the worst of it, but it seemed to get the best of it just because I think Holiday World cares There's about been a lot. enough B&Ms that have popped footers at this point. I think they knew how to fix it. Yeah, that's also true. Banshee, uh, Diamondback. It's only a matter of time for Orion. Um, we all know it's coming. And then Gatekeeper. Again, I think they're just waiting on the part. I have a feeling if Cedar Fair wanted to rush the part, they could have, but they haven't. So I'm not complaining because Gatekeeper is my least favorite wing coaster. We'll get to that in a minute. Um... So, okay. Next up, continuing kind of, we've, we've talked a bit about Hershen with Eagle, but Cheetah is getting somethinged. Yeah. It, it, uh, RMC, probably not still. I'm, I'm not going to 
predict that. If it is, then Georgia is like Great. RMC heaven. We'll go. We'll go right. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, my guess is GCI because, you know, Thunderhead, they, they retract that regularly and it hasn't had any major issues. They've never worked with a gravity group and RMC lightning rod. Uh, my guess is GCI, but I, it doesn't look like it's going away permanently because they've just been taking track off instead of pulling down entire portions of it. So something's happening. Yeah, because it, it, you, when you tear it right down, if it's coming down, it's coming down. You don't waste time taking the you track be off. Um, so, who knows? We'll see. I, I'm in, in, on the same page. I don't think it's RMC just because even though RMC has been very good working with Hershend on, on Lightning Rod, I just don't see them going that route again, at least not in the next couple of years, not until the dust is settled around Rod. Um, so I'm leaning towards GCI too. Uh, Gravity Group would be fine too because I mean they got to start working with a company at some point, so it could be, but they do have a really good working relationship with GCI. So I'm leaning yep. towards GCI. That's my thought as well. But uh, Wild Adventures is actually doing something, so that's kind of crazy. Um, next up is something that was really weird, and that's. Harley Quinn at Six Flags America, which is a Zamperla discovery, uh, just uh, it did a thing. Uh, it 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 came to its stop, and one of the supports. It was just one of them. It was all of them. It was just that oh, video. It was? Was I thought it was just it was one. one. No, from what I could tell, they all seemed to be moving. It was just you were right next to that one, so it was the one that like caught your eye. Oh well, yeah. It it the whole structure just would not stop shaking like. And this wasn't a sway. This was like violent shaking. No, this was the yeah. It was from what I can tell. What happened is that the motor on top was still turning and just shaking the whole thing. Thank God yeah. they didn't discover the sine wave pattern. Yeah, otherwise the whole thing would have come down. Um, it wasn't good. That was not good. We will definitely be keeping an eye on all of them now to see if it was a one th- ride thing or if there's going to be like a company recall on a part mm-hmm. for them. So definitely but, be uh, interesting to keep an eye on. Yeah, that that's like a small, quick thing, but it was just weird enough to mention. If you haven't seen the video, go watch it. It's just odd. It's um, circulating everywhere, so you probably have seen it. But if you haven't. Yeah. All right. We have three more quick things six flags fiesta texas is teasing something it appears to be a steampunk slash like horror fear type thing some people are predicting coaster uh i'm gonna guess it's not gonna be that big either a flat or year-round haunt uh but if it is a coaster then sick and we will have to go back to san antonio yeah i agree it's gonna be everything we've seen Looks like it could be some type of year-round haunt, but where it's going is kind of in that same steampunk section. The number I've seen a lot of people saying Fiesta Texas seems to be the prototype park for Six Flags right now. They put Raptor there, um, first RMC with inversions, um, so they seem to they seem to not mind putting prototype rides there. So I've heard a lot of people saying SNS Axis, which would be interesting. Yes, and apparently the base model would fit. Mm-hmm. Like barely where they put the lamb, but we'll find out, I guess. Yeah, it's a good sized 
plot of land that's there, and it could fit the axis from what we've seen. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they used like half of it for just either a flat or just some uh, building to host a year-round haunt and then use the other half for something further down the line. But if it is a coaster, then that whole thing will get taken up, I'm sure. Uh, I hope it's an axis, but I, I'm not going to get hopes up at all, especially with, you know, everything that's gone down in the past year and a half and uh, money and all that. Although, as we've discussed a little on air, and we've definitely discussed off air, Six Flags is doing very well. Mm-hmm. So it won't surprise me if we see capital investment for them resume by 2023 across yeah. all their parks. Um, okay. Next thing kind of caught everyone off the blue, and Chris somehow completely missed it. Wichita, Kansas is doing like a redevelopment, and they're getting a Chance Hyper GTX with inversions. I mean, I'm happy. I love Lightning Run. Uh, so all oh. of these people complaining, like, why isn't there another one? Stop complaining. We're finally getting another one. <laughs> finally. About time. Gotta go all the I way out to Wichita to ride people. it, but it's there. So, yeah. Um, yep. I, yeah, I didn't realize this until literally it's, today, but that that's cool. Yeah, it looks like fun. I Just the layout rendering we have is, like, awful and doesn't look super inspiring. It probably isn't the final layout. If it were that layout, Lightning Ride would probably still smash it by a mile. Mm-hmm. But still, can't wait to ride it when it opens whenever, because we really don't know that much about it. We just know That's we right. do know it is going to be a Chance Hyper GTX, because Chance themselves confirmed it, and they are also based in Wichita, Kansas. So it makes sense. All right. Okay. We made it through news for the week. No, we didn't. Are you just... Did you... Are you just not refreshing the notes? Hit refresh. Uh, real quick, a couple of things opened. Velocicoaster. Oh, Jersey how, what Devil. happened? Okay. Storm Runner reopened yeah. from its like a year and a half of downtime. Um, but, you know, Oscar's Wacky Taxi and Pantheon didn't open, but we'll talk about that later. That's right. Velocicoaster did officially open. Jersey Devil opened just in time for us. Storm Runner opened just in time for me. So uh, we're, we're happy people when it comes to those. But, uh, yeah, Oscars and Pantheon we'll talk about in a little bit. Okay, those opened. The last few things we got. Fun spot. America Atlanta is building an RMC. What type? Who knows? It doesn't look to be a Raptor. It looks to be iBox. Could it be family or could it be full size? Hopefully full size, but we'll find out. It's going to be coming in 2022, so we'll see construction soon enough, I'm sure. Yeah, it's gonna. Be, it's a 2022 project, and they seem to be very eager to share updates on what's happening with it. So I think we're gonna learn a lot about it really quick. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Two RMCs in Atlanta, fine by me. That's two. That's another RMC within three hours of my well, three and a half hours of my house. So. Mm-hmm. And finally, big on um, the big news, we did skip over like a ton of tiny things, but you know you've you've all seen all of those already. Canada's Wonderland got the green light to reopen. They're reopening here in a couple days. Um, so Canadians have fun, be safe, ride Behemoth, and kick Leviathan for me. Yep, good for Canada. Okay. Okay, so that was our weekly news. I think we made that in decent time. We had quite a bit since we were gone for a little while, but 
now we can get into something a little different, and that would be Ride of the Week. So, we're continuing our Wheel of Brokenness now. Yes, that's right. Now, it's now known as the Wheel of Brokenness. Yeah. Last time we did one broken ride, so which last was Thunderbird. Time we did... Today we might do again? another broken ride. Who knows which one it will be? Yeah. All right. I have the wheel ready. Our choices are Wild Eagle, Gatekeeper, and X-Flight. So, time to spin. I am spinning now. We X-Flight is this week's selection. This is on you. Okay. Here we go, folks. Strap in. Because mine is Thunderbird, I have a new favorite wing coaster. Um, this is how wing coasters should be. It is small, compact, forceful, very smooth, have a ton of really good near misses. I love X-Flight. This ride is actually, like, okay, wing coaster should have launches. That is the best way for a wing coaster. If you can't build a launch, build a clone of X-Flight. Because that, it, like, Gatekeeper's wing overdrop. I don't know what they did to that thing, but it is nothing. This wing overdrop whips you so hard in the back row. It, like, feels a little violent. Then you get some really good graceful floater and all that. And then you get to the near misses. And it's just, like, the first near miss going through the building, like, the cutout hangar building, which is just really fun. It's, and then you do the turn, and you're into the roll. This roll is, like, so much better than Thunderbirds or Banshees. I don't know what it is, but you go through this building. And it's like you feel like you can just reach your hand out and grab it. And then you feel like you can just hit support after support. All the while, this whole roll is just like sloped downward. So you just feel like you're falling the whole time. I don't, this thing is actually amazing. This was the first ride we rode at great america and it started that park out on a high note and i'm gonna have a ton of praise for it here in a minute um so yeah x flight phenomenal coaster it really makes me want to get go ride the one at toverland that i can't phoenix that's what it's called phoenix yeah um i really want to go ride that now because i have a feeling that ride's similar yeah it looks pretty similar uh, as somebody who has not read Next Flight, I can't say much. But just looking at the overall layout, I always thought that it would end up being the worst of the bunch. But uh, a lot of what Jack has said makes a lot of sense to me. I think it'll be good. Don't know how good. Hopefully we'll ride it within the next year. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I can't say much since I haven't ridden it, but I think it'll be solid at least. So, Yeah, it's a really good ride. Again, like looking at it... On paper, it's like, oh, is it, would it really be better than Gatekeeper or Eagle? It's miles better than Gatekeeper. Eagle, it's like super close for me because, but I have my own thing with Eagle. Um, but when you just look at the ride experience as a ride experience, it's just that much more forceful and that much more enjoyable. The only thing it lacks is a bit of length, but for the plot of land they fit a B&M wing coaster into, it's got an impressive amount of track and elements. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it definitely looks like a good compact coaster, but who knows how high it will end up in my rankings when I get to it. But uh, I trust Jack to a certain extent on this one. <laughs> hey, hey, we're going to get to the trusting Jack on things in a minute. Yeah. OK, well, 
That was Ride of the Week, so next week we will have either Wild Eagle or Gatekeeper, which are also two broken rides. Uh, but now, let's get into the oh, no, We questions. got the one operating one. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we got that one out of the way. Um, but yeah, so now we can get mm-hmm. into listener questions. Your guys' questions have built up over the last few weeks, or just today when we asked. Uh, so, here we go. All right. Okay, first question from Klaus. What is your favorite boardwalk park, and what boardwalk park is at the top of your bucket list? Huh. Santa Cruz and Maury. Santa Cruz is my favorite. Maury's Pier is on the top of my bucket list. That's super simple for me. I have not been to a boardwalk as in on the ocean park. I guess the closest to a boardwalk as in it's completely on a body of water would be Lake Winnie. I don't know if that even counts, but uh, as far as top of my bucket list, obviously Maury's Piers is up there, but I'm also going to throw in Kima and yeah. the one that has uh, Gale Force. Those are two that are on my bucket list as well. Okay. Yeah, Santa Cruz is my favorite. It doesn't have like the best ride collection, but you cannot top Santa Cruz's boardwalk vibe. Um, it is the pinnacle American boardwalk park. So, mm-hmm. it also has okay. a gorgeous picture you took from there. Yes, it does. It's one of my favorite. One pictures. of the best you've done. Okay, question number two. This is from Joey. Top three flat rides. Okay, nightmares, Kansas Wonderland. There's number one for me. Number two. Is going to be drop line for the view at Dollywood. And number three. Hmm. Oh. Oh, I cannot think of what it it's the Skyhawks. The one I've done with at Legoland Germany. It's those are some of my favorites. So Okay. Um my three, I think I think I'll go Falcon's Fury is probably oh, number yeah, one. one yeah. And then the other two, I'll say, I'm not going to include Tower of Terror, any Disney or Universal sort of stuff like that, but I'm going to say Zamperla Endeavors are really good, and then also uh, SNS Shot Towers are, you know. Oh, yeah, Shot they're, Towers are They're fun. good. I won't go with specific ones for those two, but uh, those are both really solid. Yep. Okay, next one, also from Joey. Have you done any non-theme park activities that give you a similar thrill or rush that coasters do? I have Um, a very easy answer to this one. Yes. All right, you go ahead. Uh, Skiing is amazing. It's better than 99% of roller coasters I've ridden. So, yeah, skiing is definitely my favorite, like, thrill rush activity um, because you are in complete control of whether you die or not. I'd say as far as just like for a thrill, no, but in, uh, in certain sports for me, whether I've been in football or basketball games there, there are times where I get like that similar nervous energy that you can get on some coasters, especially late in the close game. That's what I would say. I, and I, I love that energy, but I, not a specific yeah. activity that's technically like 
thrilling or pumps your adrenaline or anything, but that's the closest I think I would get to it. Yeah, for me, it's skiing. Um, also driving. If I'm in a really good mood driving, don't cut me off. You've been warned. <laughs> um, I've, yeah, He goes a okay. little too fast at points. Occasionally. That happened okay. one time. One time. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Um. Okay. <laughs> Most surprising cred on your recent. Tr- <laughs> no, you you um. Okay, this one's easy for me, and that's Superman and Six Flags America. Uh, we'll talk about this yep. more next episode. But holy, that is yep. Same that's special the same answer for me. <laughs> that, that right that is, is something special in the back. That's the same answer I have. Um, we'll talk about that ride more next. I can't wait to go to New England. <laughs> like, what the heck, Entman? Dude, it's like, <laughs> my goodness. Uh, okay, but th- that's the easy answer for sure. Uh, I'm trying to think, is there anything else that really surprised me? Um, another one that really surprised me, um, shout out to Scott for like making sure, I mean, I was going to write it no matter what, he was like, you know, you have to ride it. Wizard at Great America <laughs> is amazing. I laughed my head off on that entire ride. So, um, I'm going to say also, I'm going to say Bizarro at Great Adventure was definitely better than I expected. Mm-hmm. And Joker brother later. I'm also going to say that. Skyrocket at Kennywood had some negatives, but also had some death ejector that I was not expecting in places. Oh, where did you ride on that? I'm going to ask. Back. Back. Oh, yeah. The back, the drop off the mid course. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, what just happened? I I was not expecting some of the air on that. So so quick hint. So Taylor and I rode together in the back row. It was the first time either of us had ever ridden in the back. And we go off that mid course and it's like, what? The drop off the top hat is also crazy in the back. The, also, yeah. mm-hmm. Like, I'll talk more about it later, but the only thing bad about that ride that I really hated, other than the second half that was kind of like, meh, was those might be the worst restraints there are. <laughs> those are horrible. Trying to get on and off that ride is actually a workout. Um, yeah. It, it was tough, but that, that's what I would say. I don't. Is there any others for you? Um, let's think. Jersey Devil surprised me because I enjoyed it more than I expected to. Um, also, okay, another ride that ended up enjoying way more than I expected to was Voo Bolton. Like, mm. that's a ride we've talked about before and Chris has it high in his rankings, but I was like, okay, I've ridden Hagrid's. I don't think I'm going to, do- it's like, it's not going to get as good of a re- view from me because i've ridden haggards before i rode it first ride definitely was that way but the more we rode it especially the night ride we got on it in the back row i was like "Ooh, jackie likey those launches have some kick i think i think oh, the yeah. second launch is my favorite part of that ride probably oh that and indoor section trains. where you have no clue what's happening though it's trained oh. it's all good mm. it's a it's just a really good ride it's, we'll, we'll get the verbal because i do i do have like mini love confession for that ride now so mm-hmm. okay 
uh okay that was favorite that was from mikhail forgot to say that um creds on recent trip next up from grant do we think cedar fair is going to change leadership in the next couple of years yes I'm, i do yeah I, I was gonna say i think i'm gonna leave this question more in uh your court because i haven't paid attention to how often cedar fair changes positions i mean if you would ask me if it's sea world i would almost guarantee it uh because they switch so much cedar fair I'm going to say I hope so, but I can't say, like, for sure, since I haven't paid enough attention. Ever since Kenzel stepped down or retired in 2012, 2013, I can't remember. Ever since Kenzel retired the CEO, it feels like they changed their CEO about once every four or five years. Um, The problem right now is with their... CEO and their management team is that they are not communicating to shareholders what's actually happening because mm-hmm. we've heard multiple times we have the staffing we we're doing good we're able to run good capacity and yet we keep seeing them cut days off their operating hours and claiming it's because and then the parks claiming it's because of staffing so the parks are saying one thing your upper management saying the other and your shareholders who are paying to keep the company afloat or like, why are we giving you our money? So mm-hmm. it won't surprise me. I'm not familiar with who our top shareholders are right now, but it won't surprise me if we see an attempted oust in the next couple of years, or if not an oust, it will be a come to Jesus type situation. It's like, you need to be fully transparent with us or we're pulling the plug. Yeah. It, it doesn't that, make it, a lot of yeah, sense. Go ahead. The the way it works, the way shares and stocks work is that the CEO works for the shareholders and the shareholders have every right to fire him. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, now, the thing is, you have to be a like majority shareholder to really have sway. And I, again, don't know who that shareholder is. I know it is not the current CEO, though. He does not own the majority share of the company, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Um, the thing with me is, yeah, we, we've heard that they've told shareholders, uh, that they're going to be fine with staffing and then they do have the issues. So either they're lying or it's affecting them more than they expected, but then it doesn't seem like as many parks are having issues as far as bringing their calendar back. More parks are adding days specifically with six flags rather than pulling them back. So why would it specifically be? affecting cedar fair more than the others and i think a big part of that is cedar fair played so conservative took forever to open why would anybody want to work at your park if you're not going to open to later in the year or you don't even know when you're going to open when people needed jobs now and they could go somewhere else it's about to reopen and is for sure reopening within the next month or something i think they missed their opportunity there and it's affecting them more than in his other chains yeah, Cedar. I, we could go on, but Cedar Fair has really, in my opinion, just looking at things in retrospect now, screwed up a lot of their mm-hmm. business plan. Like they were trying to play it safe, and at one point in time, I probably would have said, "Yeah, that was a good call," but looking back on it, so yeah, good luck, Cedar Fair. Um, but yeah, so that was Grant's question. We have three more quick questions. This one's from James. Thoughts on Jack's recently shaved face? Uh, good. What do you think? 
It, do you like it shaved or do you not like it shaved? It, that is my, my question for you. I mean, doesn't really matter to me that much, honestly. Okay. It, it's up so, to you. It's what you like. The backstory on why I shaved is because my mom hates it. Like, actually protests me letting it grow out. So I'm keeping it shaved until we leave for Michigan. And then I'm going to let it grow until you leave. And then after you leave... I have to shave it off again. And then once I move into my dorm, I don't plan on taking a razor with me to college. Well, we'll see how uh, it ends up looking so, in the end of that. But <laughs> It took me 20 minutes to shave it off when we got home from our trip. So hmm. I don't like it. I hate it. I'm like constantly now. I'm like, where? Mm, I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it so much. It's kind of coming back in right now, so I need to go. Actually, need to go shave it. But yeah. Okay. Rides we're willing to give. This is from Bryant, he who must not be named. Um, rides you're willing to give a complete ranking redo because you know it can be better. We all know this is a direct result of Toro. Shut up. Um. So I've got two. Two. Like yeah. Yes, I have two. They're both B&M's, ironically. Hydra at uh, Dorney Park. After talking to Chris and hearing how much smoother apparently it is, um, and not as radly, just talking to him because he said he rode in the same rows as I did multiple times, and it was not smooth. Whereas I remember, like, my dad, who thinks Diamondback is glass smooth, um, also agrees that Hydra had a rattle when we rode it. So I think that one I need to re-ride. Also, Tatsu, because while the pretzel loop is amazing, one of the best elements on the planet, the rest of the ride severely underwhelmed me. I would like to ride it again so I can be less underwhelmed. So those are my two. I'm sure there are other ones. Um, What about you, Chris? Um, You know, I can't really... mm, But uh, yeah, I don't really think I have one. At the moment, there, there's nothing huge that I think will bump up in the future that I have like a hot take or anything about. Can you so. say that again a little bit louder? I, dude, can, I just said it. I don't really have anything. Louder, please. <laughs> I, I don't have anything. I think you did say something in that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, I think. We'll... Uh, yeah. Uh, next up from Graham. Thanks for the question, Brian. Uh, next up from Graham. Rank the best and worst SLCs. This will be quick and easy for me because I've only written two. Best T3, worst Mind Eraser at Six Flags America. That ride sucks. Okay, I've written four. I will just drink all four of them real quick. Uh, Nighthawk, or not Nighthawk. Good God. That's at the bottom. What? (laughs) Bad Vacomas. I'm sorry. I get them all mixed up. Uh, Flight Deck, Canada's Wonderland takes the bottom. Mind Eraser, third. T3, because that ride's actually kind of growing on me. And Thunderhawk at Michigan's Adventure is my favorite. If None of them are good, though. A favorite is a good thing. None, yeah, of, none them of them are good. good. Okay. Well, that was questions for the Tell week. Thank you, why. guys. Hey, y'all should go watch the uh, video of all of Buzzbars taking over the swings at Holiday World singing Bohemian Rhapsody. Quick plug. Oh, that was glorious i'm happy to be a part of that yeah um you can see me with my bright yellow velocicoaster shirt in that but yeah 
that I was, was wearing bright pink. So that was our questions for the week. Uh, if you guys want to give us questions, join the Discord. We ask every single week for questions. Link will be in the description. We'll let you know when we need questions. Then we we have it. Um, so yeah, we'll have more next week. And now it's time for the Great Trip Report. Part right. one. Yes. Okay, Chris got on the road a little bit ahead of me because reasons that we'll get to in a minute. So take it away. Okay, uh, can we pause real quick? Yes. I went to Over Georgia. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> we talk about that park like every other episode. Do we need to bring that I, I will, up? <laughs> I will literally say real quick, I went to Over Georgia. It was a good time. That was it. Okay. Okay. Like, right. Yeah, okay. All right, yeah, I'll start. Okay, so uh, first off, I went to kind of an unplanned stop, which I'll be quick with, and that was Six Flags Over Georgia. We've talked about this enough. Goliath, good. Twisted Cyclone, good. Scorcher, good. Scream Machine, good. Yeah, that park's just the best. The Batman's so intense that uh, my feet, like, I could feel the blood rushing to my feet. So, yeah. Um, Over Georgia, went to that. And then the first new park of the trip for me was Beach Bend in Kentucky. I had heard some mixed things about this park uh, from some friends of the show as well. And I had heard that it was not a very good park, but it definitely surprised me. Um, it was way bigger as a park than I expected. And it, it looked clean. It looked nice. Um, the SBF visa was closed the day I went, which, you know, whatever. Um, so only Kentucky Rumbler and the Wild Mouse were open. We started off Kentucky Rumbler. I rode it three times, twice in the front, once in the back. And this was definitely better than I expected. It was very smooth. Had a very uh, generic kind of GCI layout where it was just, you know, laterals, quick airtime, laterals, quick airtime, some positives. But yeah, it was really solid. The main thing I was worried about was it being rough because I had heard from some people that it was. And uh, I didn't have any sort of issue with roughness. I thought it was really good. A mid-tier GCI, not better than Thunderhead or anything. Right around there with probably the Lightning Racers um, that I would say in that range. And uh, the Wild Mouse was a Wild Mouse. That's what I'll say. But yeah, Beach Bend was just a quick, probably two-hour stop to get some food and pick up the quick credits. Uh, but it definitely looked better than I thought and had a good number one coaster. Uh, it could use a family coaster in the future or something if they did want to expand. But it's just out in the middle of nowhere, so it's kind of a place for more... Uh, if you were staying with the RVs or campers or anything like that or came for races. Um, but yeah, Beach Bend, I enjoyed my time there. Definitely better than I expected. And from there was when the true fun started because Hollywood Nights was the next day. Um, so Jack, you were not there uh, the first day. No, I was laying on that couch back there scrolling through Instagram and Twitter resisting every urge of my body to get my car and drive to Indiana and join you all. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so he wasn't able to make it to the first day. He was there the second day, which we'll talk about in a second. But the first day was definitely interesting. So I got the uh, more expensive ticket where I could get in the first half of the day. So I was there before most of the nerds showed up. Um, and with Thunderbird being down, which we were warned about a couple days before, I basically just rode Voyage, like, a lot. 
I think I got four rides on Voyage, and it was much better than I remembered. Um, when we do Twisted Traveler Rewards at the end of the year, you'll see that it went up a little bit in the rankings from last year. But Voyage was Voyage. It was one of the best wooden coasters on the planet. It, if you don't count Lightning Rod, it is the best on the planet, in my opinion. And even then, Lightning Rod might drop. But, yeah, Voyage is insane, as always. And then I did get one ride on Legend and Raven before Hollywood Nights actually started. And we'll I'll go more in-depth with Legend in a few minutes, but Legend was the best it's ever run. I've heard from a lot of people this year, and it was definitely better than my rides two years ago. Uh, it took a huge leap in the rankings, like, like 30 places or something. Uh, it was intense. It was smooth. It still had some of the best laterals ever, and it had a couple hills that really came out of nowhere and threw you around. And then Raven uh, also ran really, really well. It was incredibly smooth. That random hill in the middle and the drop still gave great airtime. And then there's laterals, positives, everything. I really enjoyed Raven as well. Buzz bars came. We were able to get our shirts, uh, meet everybody. So I met the Drunk Riders, Coasters and Brews. Uh, I met Bryant for the first time, Grant. So that was fun. Um, and then once ERT actually started, it got interesting. Um, I don't, I don't think we really want to talk about what happened that much because it was incredibly yeah, unfortunate. We're gonna, some, you, yeah. you all know what happened. We're going <laughs> like our sympathies, our condolences, our prayers. We're going to move on though. Cause we don't want to spend right. a lot of time on that. Yeah. So, uh, voyage was obviously closed for the first night, but despite that, and even with, this looming over the park, what happened, uh, which did kill the mood for a little bit, but we were able to still have a decent time the first night. We took over a lot of flat rides. We got like nine rides on Legend, eight rides on Raven, uh, like that day, I think. Uh, we rode them a ton. We took over the swings. We took over the swinging ship. We did Gobbler Getaway. We did the Scrambler. We had a lot of fun just as a group goofing off. And that really was able to make the event, like save the event, being with such an awesome group of people. So shout out to everybody who was able to make it. You guys really made it a special time. Um, that All that went down, and then the second day came, and uh, Mr. Lathrop showed up at the park. My turn! Yeah, your opinion time. Uh, so I started off the morning at like 6 a.m. I woke up, woke up with an extremely bad head cold and allergies and was about to not even go do the <laughs> <laughs> i was like really close to saying no i'm not going um but i took a bunch of medicine um and went and graduated high school it was hot it was very very hot my principal called me out in the speech and brought up roller coasters to the entire graduating class which was great I was like oh, y'all already hate me for this sometimes and you just brought it up in the graduation speech um and yeah i graduated high school hugged some friends took some pictures and hopped in my car and drove five and a half hours to holiday world to ride the voyage um so yeah, uh, we got stuck in traffic for two hours in Lu or in Lexington. So it turned into like a seven and a half hour drive. It was awful. My dad and I were like 
hot and sweaty and stuck on I-75. It was great. Um, finally made it to Holiday World in true Jack Lathrop fashion. I made an entrance. Yep, I made an entrance. There is video of it somewhere that's not yet surfaced. It will surface eventually. Um, and I was we we were reunited for the first time since Texas. So. That's right. Which, um, in reality, wasn't that long compared to some of the other times, but no. But it's always it's always fun. So yeah. Uh, also, show all of my lovely friends, Allison, Steve, Bryant, and Megan met them for the first time. I love you and I miss you all. Um, of course, saw all of the drunk riders. Finally got to meet Tom, sorry, Mike and Kevin um, and all of these other people. Like the list goes on and on and on. I love all of you. I miss all of you. I can't wait to see all of you again. Um, and then I was like, okay, I've been in the car for seven and a half hours. We're going to ride the voyage. And we went and we rode the voyage. We waited mm-hmm. through a pretty decent line for it, but I was like, I don't care. Um, we're waiting for Voyage. Saw, who, did, I don't even remember who all, I know we met up with a ton of people that night. I don't remember who all we met up with, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Um, no, we saw Sarah and Taylor and Scott and Nick and Andrew and Elena and Sloan and Sarah and just all of you. We saw all of you. Uh, so you and I rode in like row 11 voyage was phenomenal. It was great. Loved it. Stared at Thunderbird longingly went. Um, I think after that, we just hung out and talked to people and we went and had dinner, right? I think we might've rode legend once, but yeah, uh, that was about the time. I don't when... remember riding legend in the day. Maybe not then, but yeah, we, we rode Voyage when you got there. Uh, we ate dinner, hung out with some people, and then we had the ERT fun, but but before uh, ERT even started, we had special treatment, so shout out Holiday Yes, Lock. yes, we did. So, of course, uh, this year, first shout out goes to G-Force, Sarah, Gabby, fantastic job with this year's G-Force takeover of Voyage. You filled a train and a half last year. You filled six trains this year, um, which is just amazing. It was we so as part of what we got to do, we were on the exit ramp and got to see all of the women coming off the train, and the excitement and energy in that station was unmatched by anything I have ever seen mm-hmm. ever at a theme park. So super cool for that. And then because we graduated, I was like, hey. Holiday World. I graduated high school this morning. Can I ride the Voyage in my cap and gown? And they were like, you can ride it in your gown. You can't ride in your cap. I was like, sweet. Can Chris ride with me? Because he graduated high school too. And they were like, yeah. So it's on my personal Instagram if you want to go find it. There's a picture of Chris and I sitting in the front row of Voyage in our cap and gowns against his will because I made him do it. But it was it was worth it, I think. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I didn't really want to do it that much because I'm done with graduation stuff. I'm sick and tired of it. But it was worth it in the long run because we got a front row voyage ride skipping like the two hour line or whatever it was. Um, And front row voyage was way better than I I remembered. Like, Mm -hmm. perfect. And also, you were done with graduation, but that photo is pretty epic. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it was worth it. I think I was right. Um, 
also your mom and I were conspiring against you, so you had no choice. I know that. But yeah. Um Yeah, so we rode Voyage in the front row in their cabin gowns. We got the picture. Thank you, Scott. And then we went and did the Bohemian and Rhapsody swing takeover. Yep, and we already said go watch that link in description. That was fantastic. Um that was fun. And what else did we do? We got one ride on Legend at night and one ride on Raven at night. And then for me, I ride, which was insane. Yeah, you and I walked around the park for a bit. Um, And then you left. And then I did. I got to shoot what would become one of two proposals that I would take pictures of this uh, that weekend. So um, I'd known for about two months that Andrew was going to propose to Elena and he was going to do it the first night. Stuff happened the first night. He moved it to the second night. So I was able to be there. And then so because of that holiday world, there was not a, there was not great communication because we were supposed to have the last train of the night on vo- or second to last train of the night on voyage. Um, we did not end up getting that, but she did say yes. And we have like a great video of her walking down this tunnel towards Andrew and him. You know, oh, it, was, it, was, it was very good. I was very happy. Um, so congratulations to those two. Um, and then from that was the end of night one of my trip. And that was the end of Hollywood nights. I went back to the, the drunk riders cabin and crashed with them for a bit. And we had a ton of fun and we're up to like three thirty or four in the morning. Um, we kind of lost track of time because we were eating food and drinking mm-hmm. false idol. Not me, everyone else. Um, yeah. And then day two or whatever. This is like day four for you. This was day two for me. Keys to the kingdom. Also a good time. Yes, um, I'll let you were you got there earlier than I yeah. did, so you get to start. I got there before it opened. Uh, Eric and Bryant and Megan were there as well. Um, and we cred ran the park except for Lightning Run because that was the only thing that wasn't open for ERT. Uh, we rode Storm Chaser. I thought Storm Chaser was running much faster this year than it was last year or the year before. Um, we did Thunder Run. Thunder Run in the front has some ridiculous moments I wasn't expecting. Of airtime, so it went up oh, a little yeah, in the rankings. On the front. Yes, and uh, that was much better than I remembered. Um, T3 sucks. <laughs> um, Kentucky Flyer is exactly what I remembered. And then we did get one of the first trains of the day on Lightning Run. In the back, it is also just as good as I remembered. It was running very fast. So I Still rode every coaster, Kentucky Kingdom. Yes, it is. I rode every single coaster other than roller skater uh, in like the first hour of the day. And then there was the panel, which is when you showed up. Yep. So again, we were up to like 3.30 in the morning. So we showed up right for the, in the hunt time for the panel. Um, got to see everyone's favorite Upstop Media folks and Gabby and some other people. And they were all awesome. And yeah, after that, what did we do? I think I went and grabbed a ride on Lightning Run. I don't, I honestly have no clue what we did. The highlights, of course, were the, okay, we did. Yes, that's that's what we did. Um, The highlights were the Lightning Run backstage tour, which was fun. I got a couple of different angles of Lightning Run, but it was not the greatest backstage tour I've ever had. Um... Then 
Big Kahuna. They chickened out of the double black diamond waves, although I kind of respect that because we were all exhausted at half what they were going to do. So that was a ton of fun. The Graveyard Tour got to see the second train for Thunder Run, the flywheel for Grease. Yeah, it was Grease Lightning at that park. And the Zero Um, Car, right? And the Zero. Yeah, the Zero Car. Um, Some of that was cool. And what else did... Oh, yeah. Then there was... So at the panel, someone asked if they could do an all-girls takeover on Storm Chaser. That's the coaster. I am... I'm doing great today, y'all. So Storm Chaser. So we met up. We didn't... There was an all-girls ride takeover on Storm Chaser. And we just happened to plant Sarah on that train. Sarah Sloan's girlfriend, not not the Taylor Scott thing. Um, not them. <laughs> the other Sarah. <laughs> there's two. There's two Sarahs. So I have to be okay. You've got Sarah of Coaster Studios and other Sarah. Um, so we planted other Sarah on that train and hid Sloan in the elevator for Storm Chaser. And Sloan proposed to her on the exit side of storm chaser she said yes i got some really good pictures of them thank you to jefferson for letting me on platform for a couple of cycles too they let me stand on platform which is pretty sweet um and we did that and we got drenched we got drenched oh yeah that was before all of that uh (laughs) Okay, I'm jumping around because I can't remember orders. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, you can see it in Taylor's Kentucky Kingdom vlog. But uh, it started raining very heavily. We packed at least 15 people under a tiny. Oh no, it was more than 15. It yeah, was like it was 20. at least 15 though. Uh, it was like under a tiny little uh, covering underneath Storm Chasers, like turn out of the station. And then we all ran through the rain over to like a quick service place where we stood under there and we got a picture in the rain and everything. That was a lot of fun. Um, and then after that was when they did Big Kahuna. TDR versus Coasters and Brews. Pong TDR. went down. TDR. TDR took it home. Won the trophy. Then the all-girls Drew, train I love happened. You, but I love TDR more. Um. Then the all-girls train happened. That happened. And then we had an all buzzed bars train right after. Yep. And that was fun. Um, and then after that is when I left because I was exhausted. And I had yeah, a lot longer so of a I trip walked left. Out with, yeah, I walked outside with you because I also needed a break. Um, and then after you left, as I told you would, is when we really started acting like idiots. We rode T3 three times. <laughs> I don't know why. Can I get an oh no? Oh no. Can I get an oh yeah? Oh yeah. That happened Um, a lot also. That happened a lot. Um, I know if any of you were on the trip doing it, we probably just brainwashed you and you did it with us. So, Um, yeah. And then we also, you can see this in the Kentucky Kingdom vlog Taylor posted. Uh, for some reason, ended up singing Backstreet Boys as we were walking around the park. Hmm. Yeah. There was a lot of Backstreet on, Boys this trip. There was a lot. I don't know what what we were going on. Uh, yeah. So. And the, yeah, we, so we rode uh, T3 three times. <laughs> uh, Sarah and I got last train of the night. 
on T3 and we screamed uh, Tell Me Why through the entire layout. Um, and that pretty much wrapped up Keys to the Kingdom too. So right. great job, Kentucky Kingdom. I enjoyed this year's event more than last year. We also had a ton more people there that we like knew this year, so it was great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, can't wait for next year's. That's right. I thought it was a great event as well. I I did enjoy Hollywood Nights more, but that's mainly because of Voyage. Keys to the Kingdom was fantastic as well. And from there is when we broke off onto separate paths. Yep. So if you remember when we announced our trip plans originally, we were going to be with each other for a couple more days, but Cedar Fair said, nope. Um, so we ended up breaking off our trips. It's, it's, it's sad, but we'll see each other again. So mm-hmm. um, we ended up, my dad and I ended up driving to Six Flags Great America in Chicago. We drove up on Monday morning, had Monday afternoon in the park, and we cred run, cred run the park. First impressions. Holy crap, this park is amazing. Um, X-Flight was our first ride there. I've already like gotten nuts about that ride this episode. It's super good. Super good. Then it's like, okay, we got to go ride Goliath. Get to Goliath. Waited about 45 minutes for it. Got into the station. And the grouper was an enthusiast. And he saw I had on a um, coaster shirt. And we were talking about coasters. He's like, go to the back. I'm like. Yep, like I was gonna ask for back anyways, like yeah, yep, back. Oh I have had my eyes opened. I must ride Zadra immediately because <laughs> that ride it is short. It is like it's not a long ride at all, but every single element on that coaster is a twelve out of ten. The drop is one of the best drops I have ever experienced. That turn is just kinda ridiculous the amount of airtime you can actually get from it. The speed hill Oh, the dive leap, oh, and then you get to the highlight of the show, the stall. <sighs> yeah, I love Goliath. Um, it's in my top 15. Um, <laughs> after that, we while we were in the station, Max Force started testing, so we booked it over there, got a front row ride on Max Force. Holy crap, that launch. I still, okay, I've said it a couple times now. I think it's my second favorite launch. I still like dragsters more because dragsters. Okay. Here's the thing about uh, max force. The launch is hits you and it's over so fast. So it's like instant acceleration. And then the acceleration just kind of dies off really fast. Dragster you're sitting there and it just keeps on pulling you for four seconds. And so you just really get that time to just be like stung back on your seat but if you want, like, the most, like, you just got punched in the gut feeling ever, it's Max Force in the front row. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of the wide layout, the first time we rode it, you're still, you can't get over the launch. You can't process it until you, like, hit the brake run. So the rest of the elements are just kind of there. Our second ride on our second day at the park, I was, like, able to appreciate the other elements a lot more. But Max Force was great. Then, at that point, we'd done enough, like, scouting where i realized oh all of these rides have bins so went out grabbed my camera um and took pictures while we were cred running wizard fantastic um viper was actually really fun raging bull probably the best drop on a bnm hyper eh, second okay i'll give it second place to mako and mako only um 
rest of the layout's kind of uninspiring because it trims kind of murdered it for us, but still really good. American Eagle, only running one side. Would be really fun if it was racing, but only running one side kind of killed it. Um, and then, what else is there? I'm trying to think. Demon. Demon, really fun. They still have all of... Okay, I think CGA's is smoother, but Great America's is better because they have all of their effects working for it. And I'm trying to think if there are any other unique credits. They had the OG Batman, there's an Impulse, the Wild Mouse, Superman. Um, yeah, the rest of them aren't, like, unique credits. The OJ Bat... OJ... (laughs) OG Batman uh, was fun. Impulse, Vertical Velocity was fun. Everything else, it's pretty much the carbon copy of what you've written at other parks. So, Mm -hmm. good. Don't need to waste time talking about it. But, okay, overall highlights for Great America. X-Flight, Max Force, and Goliath. Also, and I'm going to put Wither up there, too make that park amazing it is super photogenic everyone was super friendly it was super easy to navigate i had a blast at that park the other thing about it was even with having interest okay random thing when you go into the park if you go to the right all of the like unique credits are off to the right of the park all of the clones are off to the left so even with that Every ride in that park was above par, with the exception, in my opinion, of Joker, like, free spin, because I just don't like those rides. I'm sorry. I cannot. They just do not sit with me. Um, But, like, every ride in that park was above, like, met or exceeded expectations, and the top three or four blew expectations out of the water, especially Goliath, X-Flight, and... um, wither because i had no expectations for wither and i laughed my head off so great america huge win for me definitely um like just awesome park that i think everyone needs to get to also favorite credit of the entire trip was goliath so and i think okay one exception to that which we'll talk about next week it was the second highest coat like like ranked coaster that we rode on this trip, so. Yeah. It, uh, it sounds like you had a great time, and Great America is definitely somewhere that I have wanted to go to for at least, like, two oh. years now, pretty badly. Also, Good. Yep. Also, uh, Portillo's. Oh, yeah. Portillo's is great. I want one in Knoxville. There was one that just opened in Orlando, so. Uh, but yeah. Great America looks like a great park. It's somewhere that I've wanted to go for a while and will hopefully get to, like, at least within the next year. Um, but while Jack was having fun over in Chicago, I was revisiting Kings Island. Uh, we've talked plenty about Kings Island on the show, so I won't take a ton of time here. But Kings Island, uh, first day I got there, Banshee was down. So I went to Bat first. Bat is pretty much exactly what I remembered. Very good uh, suspended coaster out in the woods. It's fun. Then I went and I did Racer. And the retracking did a lot for this ride. It is much smoother uh, on the portions right after the drop. The return trip is still a little bit shaky, but that's fine. It was definitely a lot better than I remembered, though, thanks to that. And then Orion, 
the only new credit for me uh, at King's Island was Orion. Now, my first ride, I got back row, back left, and we sit down on the train, and it started literally pouring rain, like, incredibly heavy. Uh, and they dispatched the train, and my first ride on Orion was in pouring rain. It stung really badly. I couldn't see anything. And I did not remember the ride at all, except for the fact that I knew I liked it. Uh, so I it chilled right after we got off, and I went and rode it again. This time it was a little bit drier. And it is a really good ride. Uh, if we are talking B&M hypers as far as the model, that includes Fury. Obviously, Fury is above, in a way, all the others. And then there's Mako, and then Goliath, and then Orion for me. I thought it was really good. Uh, every moment was large, drawn out, had force, and did what it was supposed to do. That first turn gives you a little bit of whip and airtime. That second turn has some forces. And then you've got the speed hill, the big hill, both give fantastic floater. This drop also I thought was fantastic. And uh, and then you've got Orion's belt, which is good force, and a little hop back into the brake run, which is also fantastic. It doesn't do a ton but what it does do, it does incredibly well. If it had one or two more elements, it would be way up in the rankings. I thought it was fantastic, uh, but it is it is not Fury, and I did not expect it to be Fury. It was literally exactly what I expected. Good. I'm just going to interject here. Everything you just said is pretty much my word-for-word word review of it from when I did it last summer. It's good. I mean, if it were longer, it'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, it it if you have ridden hypers before, you know what to expect from Orion, and it's going to be really good. I think the reason why it gets higher than Candemonium and Diamondback for me is that drop is fantastic. It is a ton of sustained floater all the way down that. Um, so yeah, Orion, awesome ride. I I think it's a really good fit for Kings Island. Obviously, a lot of people, including us to an extent, were disappointed when it was announced. Uh, and it, I think it could have been better with a little bit more funding or if they would have spent a little bit more. But what it is, is really, really good. From there, I went and got a quick day ride on Beast because there was no chance at night rides anyway. Beast is Beast. It, it's a nice, relaxing monorail through the woods. And it, it's just fun. Uh, not much else you can say about it. From there, it was time for Mystic. And uh, you guys know Mystic is like a ride that I love so, so much. And it was just as good as I remembered. Uh, the airtime is still fantastic in the back. The shed is still just a fun little added thing. I still, It's still my favorite GCI. I love the setting. The airtime is fantastic. The drop over the water is one of my favorite parts. I really do love the ride. And I got my first front row uh, at Kings Island as well on it. And yeah, that that's even better. Like, it didn't move anywhere in my rankings, but it's still one of my favorites. Diamondback, you guys know our little thing that we've had with Diamondback versus Mako, me versus Jack's dad. Uh, so... Here, uh, Ben, when you listen to this, you can hear what I have to say. It was better than I remembered, but the rattle doesn't bother me at all. The airtime is fantastic in the back, but the return trip is still just not fast enough to beat Mako 
anywhere at all. Like, it is mid-tier hyper, in my opinion. The first half is fantastic. Second half, not so much. Uh, the setting is fantastic, and I love the splashdown as well, but it's still not going to beat Goliath or Mako or even Orion or Candy, in my opinion. It's very good. And then second day, the only ride that uh, I rode that I hadn't rode the first day was Banshee. Banshee is still my second favorite invert. I definitely felt the rattle this time that Jack claims to, that it has, but it is not bad at all. It didn't give me a headache or anything. I thought it was fine. I rode in front and back. Still a very intense ride. Great layout. Fantastic coaster. And so my second favorite invert. We're going to be rewriting it soon, and Jack will uh, see what I'm talking about. And if we ride at the same time, and I still think it's not bad, and he's out here saying he has a headache, you'll just know that Jack's just weak. There it is. So that was my visit to King's Island. I had a good time. I love King's Island. I'm thinking about doing something, but I'm deciding if I want to or not. Mm, we'll see. Um, okay. Uh, last part for me on this week's edition of Trip Report is going to be Kennywood. So after Great America, my dad and I drove out of Chicago, drove all the way from Chicago to Cleveland. Good God, that drive is boring. Come on Cleveland. down to Cleveland Town, everyone. I don't know if you've heard that um, song, but that that's great. I, I have. Um, Good. Now I'm going to have it stuck in my head. Thanks. Um... Got to Cleveland um, Hotel for the night, woke up in the morning, and drove the two hours to Pittsburgh. While we're in the car on the way to Pittsburgh, I get a text from Scott, and he's like, yo, where are y'all going today? I'm like, we're going to Kennywood. He's like, oh, okay, we were right. We'll see you there. So um, get to Kennywood, go get in line for Steel Curtain, because this was the first day it was going to run two trains since, like, 2019. Um Got in line, waited about 45 minutes for it to open. Got on, back row. It was fun. Um, it's not my type of coaster. It's got one or two really good moments of airtime. That second half after you go out through that airtime hill. From there on, it's really solid. But the first half of the ride, just everything felt the same to me. It wasn't very forceful. It was just, it was, It's good. It's it's fun. If you love inversions, you'll love that ride, but it didn't do much for me. So, good. Fine, glad to finally have ridden it. Okay. Um, and then, after that, Sarah, Scott, and Taylor showed up. They had skipped the line passes for it, thank God, because they would have waited like two hours otherwise. So, I got their pictures, and from there, we proceeded to do craziness. Um, Sarah rode Jackrabbit. With no prior knowledge of what Jackrabbit did. Like, at all. We refused to tell her. We forbade her from watching any POVs. And so we get on, and we get the back car, and we put Sarah and Scott in the back row. And Taylor and I are right in front of them. And we're going out of this, the station. Sarah's like, what the heck is this? And we're going through, and if you've ridden Jackrabbit, you know it's kind of meaty, like meandery mediocre and you just kind of uh, nah, 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 nah. we're going around the turn and taylor and i just turn her at the top of the lift hill and we're going around the turns so taylor and i just turn around and they're looking back and we go down the drop and sarah's like huh and then the next thing we know we all went deaf 
because we hit the second part of the double down and all of Pittsburgh heard. Um, yeah, that thing is still legit. One of the most insane moments of airtime on any roller coaster anywhere. Fear for your life. Insanity. Amazing. Love it. I would ride that thing all day just for that one drop. Um, after that, we did um, Skyrocket. Road Skyrocket. That was awesome. And then we actually met some people wearing G4 shirts. So we got some cool pictures of them. And, of them and with them. Great meeting, y'all. And then we went and did Phantoms. Oh. That ride. Oh, it's so good. Um, I got a couple of rides on it through the day. I think I got three or four in front back. Mm. Mm. I love Phantom. I love Phantom a lot. It's still in my top 10. Still has some of the best airtime on any coaster out there anywhere. I also did um, Thunderbolt. Rode with Sarah on that one. She got to flail all over me in the lateral turns, which was hilarious um and what else did we oh okay turtle we did okay this is something scott introduced us to it's a game called hopping the turtle which is probably the most like entertaining flat ride experience i've ever had and it basically is like literally while the ride is going as you go over one of the hills or the humps on the turtle you have to, everyone moves a seat. So whoever, you have to go, like, move a seat around and someone has to hop the gap where there's just, like, a, literally just, like, a tiny chain keeping you from falling out. So we're doing this. Six, like, grown people in a cart just falling into each other with this one person, like, holding on for dear life as they hop over the gap. It was amazing. That's the best way to ride that thing, I think. Um if you need better directions on how to play, shoot me a DM or shoot Scott a DM or someone. They, yeah, it's great. And then we got patchwork fries because you can't go to Kennywood without getting patchwork fries. And we got ice cream and we left Kennywood at like five for six. Fun day at Kennywood. Drove through Pennsylvania. Stopped at an Arby's and begged them to let us in for dinner. It was great. And so that's going to wrap it up for trips Report, or for my part of the trip reports, Chris has got one more. Yep. Okay. So uh, I'm going to talk about Kennywood next episode, but yeah, a lot of what Jack says is true. Um, okay. So Cedar Point, that was my next stop on the trip. We've talked about Cedar Point plenty as well. Um, I got there and I started off by heading to the back for early entry. I went in by the uh, Magnum Gate. And I was going to head to Steel Vengeance, but uh, today wasn't one of the days where it was open for early entry. I forgot about that, so I just got in line for Maverick. And uh, what a great way to wake up Maverick was, because you guys know I've said that I like Maverick, but it's a ride that I always thought could really increase in my rankings. My main issue last time was the restraints. This time, I had no problem with the restraints. I thought it was butter smooth, and... It was just ridiculous. I sat back right, like Jack told me to do. And going over that drop, you fully leave the seat. Your feet leave the floor, and you just kind of curl up into a ball and smash at the bottom. You've got the rapid transitions. You've got the great airtime hill. Then you go through the, uh, 
what's it called? Horseshoe roll, I think. And then you hit the second launch. Second mm-hmm. launch, fantastic. One of the best launches there are. And then the second half is just incredibly whippy. Those two moments where you kind of go over bank in the second half are just amazing. So, yes, Maverick did go up in my rankings. Uh, and it is now my second favorite at Cedar Point. It is fantastic. After that, waited for Steel Vengeance to open. Got a second-to-back ride, which was my only ride uh, of the day. Since its line gets so long, we'll have fast lanes next month. So, gonna have some fun. But yes, second-to-back on Steel Vengeance. It is still one of the best rides in the world, in my opinion. It is definitely a little bit slower than I remembered. But it's fantastic. It The main thing, and me and Jack have talked a ton about this off-air, is that it doesn't have those moments that give you the wow factor of, hey, that is one of the greatest moments I've ever experienced on a roller coaster. It is just a large quantity of fantastic elements. The in- I thought the inversions were better than the airtime for me this time. The inversions were great. The airtime is really, really good, but there's not one airtime moment on that ride where I say, whoa, that's one of the best airtime moments there is, like on Time Traveler's Drop, like the quad down. Yeah, nothing like that on Steel Vengeance, which is what holds it back from being in my top five. It has dropped a lot this year, but it's still in my top ten, one of the best in my opinion. It's great, but it does just miss that one or two moments like that. Um, where did I even go next? After that, I went to Magnum. I first I ride in the Magic Sea. No, I didn't ride Millie till later in the day. Uh, Magnum, I rode in the Magic Seat for the first time. And the airtime is legit, but it is not a comfortable ride. Uh, I will say that. I think that it's a... (laughs) No, it's an acquired taste. I like that coaster. It's fun, uh, but it's definitely not the most comfortable. The fact that there are people who thought that it was better than Zadra is just... You know who you are. They're probably not even listening to this, like, whatever. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> Chris saw what I did. It, those people. No one else needs to see that. Okay, I don't know how people think that Magnum is better than Sodra, but it, it's a good ride. It ain't an RMC. Then, waited for Dragster, probably ended up waiting about 45 minutes because it went down. Surprise, surprise. Got, I think, third row. Fantastic. It's exactly what I remembered. Crazy launch. It's just like one of the most fun roller coasters there are. From there, I went and rode Raptor. Uh, Okay, random. Hold on. Random tangent. I'm just going to warn you now. My dad and I, like, like, we don't ride that coaster and not wait for the front row. I haven't ridden the front, so I'm doing it with you. You've never ridden in the front? I have not. I've done row two. I have not ridden in the front of Millie either. Hold on. Oh no, he's going to get Ben. I think you guys can hear the background noise being picked up, and so that's going to make this so much better. <laughs> well, uh, shout out to our sponsor. We don't have one, but... uh. If you would like to sponsor us, we'd appreciate it. Or you can just join the Patreon. Once again, link in bio. Same with the Discord. 
He says, if you haven't ridden Dragster in the front, are you really a coaster enthusiast? I've ridden King to Ka in the front. It's not the same. Um, well, I'm going to do it with you. I, I hope I, I can still hear you while I was yelling at him about that. And I really do hope the background noise got I, I could hear it, so I think it did. <laughs> but I really hope it did. Uh, but yeah, so that was good. Thank you. Uh, but <laughs> I have not done Dragster in the front. I'll do it with Jack next month. I, I love Dragster anyway. Um. After that, Arms did Raptor. down, head back, and hold on. Okay, I'm done. You're good. I did Raptor. Raptor also went down while I was in line. The, uh, the, the maintenance team was just following me. Yeah. Uh, the maintenance team was just following me. I thought Raptor was just as good as I remembered. There's still a few moments that really try to hurt your head. Uh, mainly the whip into the midcourse. But yeah, it's a really good ride. It's in that tier that I've described to Jack as you're a really good invert, but you're missing one or two things to be considered in my, like, top 30. Uh, and there's, like, two other rides with that. One of them we'll talk about later. But Raptor, fantastic. I did Gatekeeper in the... Or I was middle of the train for Gatekeeper. Gatekeeper I thought was better than I remembered as well, uh, but still not better than Eagle or Thunderbird. And then I finally did Millennium Force. Millennium Force... You guys know that both me and Jack are big fans of uh, Millennium, even though it has its haters. And before this trip, it was kind of like Millennium is a really, really good ride. And the only reason it's close to my top 10 is because it's just pure fun. It didn't have the insanity aspect to back it up as much. This trip, back row, it definitely did. That first drop is now one of my favorite drops of all time. The first turn is even more intense than I remembered. Been the airtime hills, the airtime hills, legit had a lot of airtime this time, and there was whip and everything. The little bunny hop at the end is fantastic. So yeah, Millie is like a legit top ten contender right now. Uh, it's so good, and we'll get to ride it again next month. And then I rode Maverick again. Also back row, and that was my day at Cedar Point. Lines were kind of long, so I didn't get to do, you know, Gemini or Rougarou Val Raven. Um, but had a good day. Love Cedar Point. Fantastic park. And that will do it for the massive trip report part one. Part one. Yes. Thanks. Um so next week we're gonna resume with me at Great Adventure and Chris at Waldemir. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you follow us on social media. It's Twitter at Twisted Traveler, but the R at the end is a one. Instagram at Twisted underscore Travelers. Or is it Travelers? Is it Traveler? I can't. I think it's Travelers. It's one of those two. It's it's the one that has the logo. So just type Twisted Travelers in and then the one that has our logo. Click that one. Uh, You can follow uh, me on Twitter. It's Travelers. There you go. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Thrilling Moment and Chris. You can follow me on Instagram at Twisted Travelers Chris. That's my personal. And that will do it. Join the Patreon. Join the Discord. Listen to all of our episodes. We appreciate you guys so much, and we will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.